Welcome or welcome back to Pre-Arb Excellence, a Roots Space Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. Pull up a chair while I take a deeper dive into the concerns for the team's present and future. Questions are always welcomed, whether on Twitter, Tim815 on the Anchor Contest Line, or on my Facebook, Pre-Arb Excellence Group. Thanks for stopping by for today's episode, The Courts and Ricketts Cheapness. And ask me questions if I was confusing. Cubs fans are almost in total agreement that Tom Ricketts is cheap. Don't know what their definition of is cheap is. But they're, they're almost all in agreement. Tom Ricketts is cheap. And that very well may apply. That very well may be accurate. There is a court stirrup that's going to be news over the next couple of days. I don't have the information on it. But it's going to become rather big news in the next couple of days. Minor league baseball players per a court, a U.S. court, are not seasonal employees. They are full-time employees as of tonight. What? Tuesday night? Something like that. I don't know what number day. I, I don't know what the date is. So what that means is minor league baseball players are going to actually start getting paid real money. Apparently. Apparently they're going to start getting paid real money. So, you know, you go out and you do the... What would happen with a minor league player? What would happen with a minor league player is during the season, they go out to the field, practice for... You know, three, four, five hours. Whether it's on-field practice or weightlifting or whatever. Have a little dinner. Then go out and do infield practice. Then go out and play a game. And then head home. So that's what, eight hours? Something like eight hours. You know, a normal work day. Something like that. But they were only getting paid minimally for playing the game. So all the other stuff was being disregarded. Well, that's about ready to start changing. Apparently, 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 I haven't done the research on it. I'm being a hack slagger of a um, rumor monger, and I admit it. But it sounds like payers are going to start getting paid, and... Depending, this might be real money. This might be real money, and the money would come from the owners. The owners would have to start paying players for prior seasons, current season, and future seasons. Actually getting paid. You know, instead of ten dollars or $12,000 for the entire year, I don't know what it's going to end up being. 40000 50000 I don't know what it'll end up being. But I'm completely good with it. Here's the catch. If 
a minor league baseball player playing minor league baseball in Mesa, Arizona, in the middle of May, when nobody's watching, nobody's watching, playing in Mesa in July when nobody's watching, in August when nobody's watching, if he's going to start getting paid $25,000, dollars $40,000 a year for playing minor league baseball, will Major League Baseball owners continue to keep paying them? More specifically, will Tom Ricketts say, hey, this is how an organization wins. This is how an organization is put together. Heck, this is how we won in 2016. We put together an organization of players that were good. We developed them. We honed their skills. And enough of them did well enough for a long enough time that we won the piece of metal. We won a World Series championship in large part because our minor league players did well. If owners are now going to be faced with the premise of you can keep paying your players in the minor leagues who are developing or you can say, screw this, I don't want to do that. Let's just look at the Dominican Summer League for a sec. Dominican Summer League for a second. Cubs have two teams. Some teams only have one. Cubs have two teams. What that means is they have two teams that all of the players have two teams to get innings with. So let's say the 70 players you have, you have two guys who definitely, certainly should be being considered shortstops in the 2022 season. For instance, Alexis Hernandez, Christian Hernandez's brother, he'll probably be one of the shortstops. So you plug him in at shortstop on one of the teams. Then, of the rest of the 68, 69 guys on the team, who's the next best, next best shortstop? Plug him in as the shortstop on the other team. And who, who are the two best center fielders? Send them out to center field. Have them start. Who's the best right fielders? Have them send, go out to right field. Take full advantage of the two rosters. And... Load up the best talent you possibly can for the two teams. And if it means you end up having to pay a bunch of kids $30,000 a year, so be it. The goal is to win by developing talent. Or, 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 the goal is I don't really care about baseball. I just want to make money. Those are your two options. Those are your two basic options. I want to win and this is my method for winning, or screw winning, I just want to put out a slack product and make money. Those are your options. I know that a lot of people are angry that the Cubs aren't bringing back players that the fans are familiar with. 
But if Tom Ricketts is pot committed, if Tom Ricketts is pot committed to believing that Jed Hoyer and Carter Hawkins are good at player development, let them develop talent. Let them develop talent. Let the Cubs have, continue to have, two Dominican Summer League teams, two Arizona League teams, and a full complement of squads at the full season level. Go for it. All of it. Even if it means, yeah, Tom Ricketts has to pay some reliever in South Bend or Myrtle Beach $25,000 a year to try to get better. And, and if other teams decide, you know, really, I like the Dominican Summer League thing when we didn't have to pay players $25,000 a year, but now that we have to pay them $25,000 a year, screw it, we're only going to have one team. Cool, that makes it easier for the Cubs to have better talent on their two teams. If the price of minor league talent is about to go up precipitously, then... Tom Ricketts gets to show whether he is interested in winning or not by whether he is interested in allowing Jed Hoyer to do whatever the heck he wants to do, whatever he has to do, whatever he feels he needs to do to upgrade the Cubs pipeline to the maximum, even if it means Tom Ricketts is going to pay $25,000 a year for a player. Really, there's the two options. Really, there's the two options, it sounds like, if this court case continues to have teeth. If the going rate for a minor league baseball player is $25,000 a year, and I'm just using that as a random number, could be higher, could be lower, it used to be 10 or 12. If it's double, if it's triple, Tom Ricketts has to decide. Am I interested in putting together the best player development organization that I possibly can, or am I just doing this for show? Those are the two options. Other team decides, eh, we got this guy, but eh, he's kind of good, but I don't want to pay him 25. Okay, we'll say, we'll take him. The Cubs are allowed 190 players in the offseason, 180 players in the regular season in their pipeline in the U.S. sector off of the 40-man roster. Is or, or will it be or should it be a deterrent if those players are getting paid twenty-five dollars or thirty or $40,000 a year? Will it be? Should it be? That's a decision for the, fill in the word that applies there. You're right, the owners. Some owners have decided they no longer wish to compete very aggressively at the major league level. That's their decision. Billionaire that decides that they don't want to spend over $70 million on payroll when they walk in the door before tickets even start getting sold. 
receiving about $45 million? Eh, whatever, that's her choice. As is committing or not committing to the minor league pipeline. Tom Ricketts may be facing one of the more important decisions he's about ready to face. Actually, he's fairly well positioned because right now the Cubs don't really have a whole lot of money going in anywhere else. Pot committing to a pipeline is not the argument most people want to get into. They want to get into the argument of should they bring back Rizzo or should they bring back Bryant or should they bring back Schwarber? I'm far more interested in the is it worth it to pay a minor league player who might well end up being worth zero dollars and zero cents for the major league club $40,000 a year to try to develop into becoming a good baseball player. That's the question I'm interested in. And the surprise that the Cubs not being interested in paying Anthony Rizzo $32 million over two years. They already have Frank Schwindel making league minimum. I... I'm going to be more interested in the Myrtle Beach Pelicans, the South Bend Cubs, the Tennessee Smokies, and the Iowa Cubs, and the Chicago Cubs this year. And that varies from previous seasons by not a bit. I'm more interested in the pipeline. I'm proud to be more interested in the pipeline. I'm happy to be more interested in the pipeline. And if you're more interested in the Chicago Cubs, then cool. That's fantastic. But I'm more interested in the nuts and bolts stuff that will help determine the future. I'm going to keep looking at it that way, whether anybody wants me to or not. Thanks for stopping by.